Warning. This podcast does not contain actual virgins. Discretion is advised. The Movie Virgins. Lindsay Schaefer. And I'm Leah Bross. And this is Movie Virgins, a weekly discussion of our first times with movies. Each week, one of us will be re-watching the film and the other is seeing it for the first time. And this week, I picked, so I picked a 90s action flick, Demolition Man. So we are popping Lindsay's Demolition Man Cherry. Luckily, there's no exchange of bodily fluids. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, I couldn't believe that you hadn't seen this movie. Um, I really couldn't believe it because this was a really, I think this movie affected me a lot as a child. It affected uh-huh. you. Yeah, and I mean, we're talking about 1993, Sly Stallone, Sandra Bullock, uh, Benjamin fucking Bratt. We're, we're talking about some big names in 90s and early 2000s film. And I guess... I mean, just for the record, Benjamin Bratt was not a big name at the time, <laughs> nor was Sandra Bullock. Rob, Rob Schneider? <laughs> Rob Schneider was, was Rob a big Schneider. name? Uh, who else is in this movie? So, uh, Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary. <laughs> who was also, I mean, like, he was stand-up, but not a... Yeah. yeah. So, a uh, really important movie for me. I think the first time that I saw it... So, it came out in 93. I was probably early in my high school career. I'm pretty sure I saw Speed before I saw this no, movie. Uh, how old I'm, are you? Um, Wait, you graduated shut, in... I'm not No, saying. seriously. You graduated not, in, like, 98, right? I graduated from high school in 1998. Speed came yeah, out so in 94. In 90, well, it was made in 92, I thought. No, this movie came out in 93. Oh, Speed, I'm sorry. Speed was, yeah. This movie was 93, Speed came out in 94, and I'm pretty sure, because I'm pretty sure I knew who Sandra Bullock was when I, saw, when I saw this because of Speed. Speed came out, oh, you saw Speed first, you're saying? That's what I'm saying, yes. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. Uh-huh. So, I knew who she was, I wasn't familiar with Sly, I'd seen, I'd seen Rocky, I hadn't, had never seen What do you mean s- you weren't familiar with I mean, him? I mean, I mean, like, I hadn't really seen a ton of his work. I had never seen Rambo, I still haven't seen Rambo. But you know it. Yes, I know of it. I know of him, right? Yeah, okay. But I didn't. I didn't think about him. I wasn't. So we. I think I probably would have watched this with my family, um, like as a rental, perhaps, mm-hmm. um, or maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it was on TV. But um, it's something that I've rewatched. I don't know, maybe a dozen times since then. Wow. And and you know, it's one of those shows. Like it's on TV, and you're just watching different parts of it. My sister and I really liked it, and we would make jokes about it. Um, the whole Taco Bell thing, the three seashells, those were all things that we thought were really amusing and interesting and we definitely talked about a lot. When I told her that you hadn't seen this movie, she goes, she doesn't know about the three seashells? <laughs> and Did uh, you want to like take your toilet paper away and ask if I need to go to the bathroom? Just yes, yes. Seashells for the there. record, people, I did have Taco Bell for dinner last night. I'm not doing so good because of it. Also, I have laid out three seashells for our use later on. Have, do we have need of the, should we have need of the bathroom? Hopefully they are sanitary. <laughs> uh, no, those are seashells I picked off a of beach and have been sitting in. I mean, like everybody has a bag of seashells laying around, right? Doesn't everybody just have a sure? I have like a handful of seashells. I guess I've collected from places. I you know I don't know about a bag of them. Everybody's got seashells. Um, So yeah, so I 
I loved this movie for what it was when it first came out. I loved Rob Snyder. Um, I think these were this was in some days of the '90s Saturday Night Live crew when he. This was, is. I love that you say you love Rob Schneider, but you haven't seen Judge Dredd. No, I haven't, and I didn't realize, I guess, that he was in that until like last night. I was reading the IMDb trivia, and it was like, yeah, he's like Arnold's. Yeah, uh, not Arnold, not, but no, Sly's, Sly's, Sly's like, kick in, right. in Judge Dredd, but um. I mean, I haven't actually seen it because it looked terrible, but it's, <laughs> but yeah. I know it. Yeah. The whole time we were talking about doing Demolition Man, in my mind, the only movie title that kept playing over and was over Judge again Dredd. was Judge Dredd. No, we're watching Judge Dredd. <laughs> and Taco Bell is a close place in all of our, in my family's hearts, I think, because when they first opened one where we lived, my mom just thought it was the best thing that she could get drive through tacos. So when we would have movie nights a lot, we would get Taco Bell. And um, when my nephew was little, he thought all restaurants were Taco Bell. Which apparently in the future they will so be. So he was essentially like, yeah, he was hearkening back to Demolition Man. Um, I think it's funny, um, anytime Vicky comes to town, I guess they don't have Taco Bell in London. Mm-hmm. So anytime she comes to town, we gotta have Taco Bell. Yeah. Disgusting! It's, like, you're here, there are so many different <laughs> options. No, we must have the Taco Bell. It's pretty, I mean, I ate it last night and I always regret it after I do it, but oh, sometimes yeah. you just gotta have it. I, I guess I stopped feeling that way about 10 years ago. <laughs> like when when I was in college, there was a Taco Bell within walking distance of campus. So I ate a lot of, yeah. ate a lot of, there were a lot of late night, like you're out drinking and you go to the Taco Bell. It's just, you know, it's just been around my whole life. And I will say I drove out of my way yesterday to go to the good Taco Bell because the Taco Bell here close by is a Taco Bell KFC combination. And I find that the combination of my sister, this is my sister. Do you know I looked at a house that was right behind that Taco Bell KFC? I'm so glad you didn't buy it. Yeah, it was close. It was a nice place. I'm so glad you didn't buy it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's Sucrose is over there too. So it's like, yeah, that would have been good for you. Um, That is a nice neighborhood behind there. I'm not, yeah. But um, but yeah, the the talk the standalone Taco Bell is always going to be better quality than the Taco Bell KFC or the Taco Bell Pizza Hut combination. You want to go for the standalone Taco Bell. Those are the that's the rules of Taco Bell. It's the same four ingredients no matter which one you go right, to. Right, but the, I'm telling you, I've had Taco Bell from the Taco Bell KFC and it is not good. Okay, I'm just I've had Taco Bell from the standalone Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Also, my sister worked at Taco Bell um, when she was in college, so. I know a lot about the inner workings of the Taco Bell. And yet you eat there. Uh, I do. I do. So anyway, I couldn't tell you about the first time I saw this movie, but I really, really, really loved it growing up, and I was excited to watch it again. (sighs) And it lived up to everything you remember. And I had a really hard time getting back into that headspace of, just enjoying it for what it is. How long has it been since you've seen it? It's probably been, I mean, it could be maybe five years. It could be a decade. It's been a while. Okay. But I have such vivid memories and I love making the joke. Even our coworker, Mike, I, he was like, she hasn't seen it. And then he was like, she doesn't know about the three seashells. And I was like, shh, shh, don't say anything. Because oh, I, I didn't totally want to spoil anything that. for you. But um, yeah, I, it's fun. To, I feel like it's one of those movies maybe that's more fun to talk about. And it's fun to watch, but I, the back half is... I got a little bored. It's rough. Yeah. Yes, it's rough. Yeah. So, yeah. How was your first time? Was it sexy? Was uh, it hot? Was it... I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was... So, I feel like it was definitely... Definitely the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of what I mean by that is some of the... There's a different campiness, I think, to movies now than there 
was in the early 90s and there this definitely had some of that early 90s feel mm-hmm. um things about it <laughs> things about it that bothered me so this was made in 92 and it took place at the beginning was 94 was that right i think it's 1996 96 okay so let's say it's 96 so they think that for some reason these people think that within four years time we will have the technology to cryogenically preserve people and also be able to change their thought processes for the, decades the and reprogram process. them. So Austin Powers was another one of my favorite movies from the 90s. 100% ripped off all of, yeah, this, all of the stuff yeah. from the beginning of this movie where they he's frozen to come back right. and get, get the bad guy and the whole unfreezing process It was just everything. like that. I, I can totally buy that 30 years in the future we'll have this <laughs> process in place. But four years in the future, I'm thinking... Maybe not. It doesn't seem like we're quite there. So that amused me greatly. Um, I'm also really curious what the rest of the world was like because I kind of got the feeling that this was just the... It was just LA. I mean, I know it was just the Los Angeles area, but like, mm-hmm. do these people not realize that you could drive an hour out of town and... <laughs> and it's beautiful. You can go to Yosemite and it's I, Or like and... just, you know, is the rest of the world still as people are violent? I had, I had, that, same, I had that same thought. And I, I think... It's just L.A. Yeah. I mean, well, no, I assume so. Because everything that they said as far as how they got there, you know, there was this massive earthquake and then this one random dude in robes just kind of took over and all of that. So it's obviously Nigel Hawthorne. Yeah. Sir. Sir Nigel Hawthorne. Sir Nigel Hawthorne. Who apparently didn't get along with Stallone or Snipes. Yeah. During the making of this movie. I had major beef with Wesley Snipes in this. Because... I thought he was doing his thing. Oh, I thought he was terrible. He was so fun. No, it was awful. He's it was, supposed to be a maniac. He's supposed to be crazy. And I don't think it was done well. I feel like there are people who could... There's like... There are Sam Rockwells in this world who just exude crazy. Mm-hmm. And they do it so well. And it felt really forced with, with Snipes. So like it felt like... Every time he laughed, I was like, fake. But I think that's... I. I don't know. Maybe it's his acting, but when I was I watching, like all along, it was like Simon Phoenix is this crazy yeah, maniac, and, I, and, and he probably like, I didn't feel it. I didn't, didn't feel it, Wesley. It didn't. You seem didn't like, to me. You didn't talk. Yeah, like I didn't. And then at one point, somebody said something like, "Everybody's scared of him," and I was like, "I'm not scared of this guy." <laughs> so fake. So if you, because I was thinking, all of the scenes. So can I tell you who the best, who the absolute best was in this? Yeah, who is Benjamin Bratt? <laughs> There is fucking a. I mean, so first of all, duh, obviously I love him, but and he's I'm super so fucking excited, high. so excited to see him in this, and the, yeah, but he he was honestly great. the The look of pure innocence and confusion on his face as he just stands in the background, and that's exactly what the movie needed. Like that, I felt like Sandra Bullock had moments where mm-hmm. she worked and moments where she was absolutely terrible, just terrible. Like there, it has to be a very um, nuanced way of, mm-hmm. of playing that kind of innocence. And so, at times she had it and at times she didn't, but I feel like 100% every single scene with Benjamin Bratt, even if he was just sitting in the background, he looked the part. He did like it. like that dumb, innocent he, look. Exactly. There was just something about him that was absolutely perfect and I totally 100% bought that he was like a kid who was raised in this era who just, you know, <laughs> this is how things are and I... Oh, the, the the barbaric nature of before. I don't even understand it. The part where they're walking. Somebody said something about like, uh, we're police officers. It we're not trained to deal with this kind of violence. That's one of the best lines in the whole movie. It was great. 
Yeah. So yeah, there were there were parts that were good, but I feel like it could have been better had it been somebody other than Sandra Bullock and somebody other than Wesley Snipes. And then I read in the IMDb trivia, I read that uh, Lori Petty was, was gonna, gonna be... do it originally, and I, don't I got think so I would've excited. Liked it as much. I think it would have been great. I, I think, think she... Lori Petty's too crazy. She, I guess. But I think she, if she turned it, if she turned it like correctly, girl, she's yeah, she's Lori Petty. If you if Lori Petty from A League of Their Own, I think yeah, that's what I mean. I think mm-hmm. she. She could have done it really well because mm-hmm. she does have that crazy quality, but she can also kind of tamp it down. I say this as though she's actually even still acting. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. I don't know what she's doing either. But but, but yes, the feel I got from her movies is exactly she's nuts, but she could also kind of kind of tamp it down a little bit and mm-hmm. just be weird. Kind of like a, a, the fucks her face, um, Tim Burton's wife. Oh, Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. Like she can be batshit crazy mm-hmm. or 100% real and everything in between. And that's what a movie this kind of bizarre and cheeky, I think, needed. And Sandy was just... I thought she was good. I thought yeah. she did her thing. So, can you... Because I thought the moments where she was saying the things... Saying things wrong, like, uh, you really licked his ass. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you can take this job and shovel it. That's what I mean by Those there were, were really great. There were moments where I feel like she had it. And then there were other moments where she was just bad. Like, mm-hmm. I can't think of a better way to describe it other than I'm watching her and thinking... If I didn't know who this was, I would just think this is like somebody's daughter who got this role mm-hmm. for no good reason. Nepotism yeah. is all. Yeah. I and I wasn't at the time I again, I knew who Sylvester Sloan was, but I didn't really care about him. I would probably more if I had to pick an action star to like, it would have been uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I guess, because... Oh, President Schwarzenegger. You know, like, true lie. Yes, President Schwarzenegger. The, the Schwarzenegger Presidential <laughs> Library. Not so far off the mark, I know, as right? soon as I said that, I was like, wait, when was this? Because Hold on. this was before <laughs> it the was governor, governor yeah. so... Um, so, yeah, I guess... I wasn't in watching it then thinking, ah, he's, you know, he's a good looking guy. I just thought he was, like, kind of old and grizzled and... Isn't that funny? I still... Yeah, I feel like... Because when we were kids, obviously, he was old. Like, he's much older mm-hmm. than us. Yeah, right. So in my mind, Sylvester Stallone has always been old. old. And but then I'm watching, watching him last night. And you're just like, hey, he's a good looking dude. Yeah. And body, very nice. Well, yeah. Thank you for that. Sure. The scene where they're, like, taking him down into the thing to get frozen or whatever. And he's got this kind of look of terror on his face. I was like, oh, man, this shit is good. And then he's in the thing. And I'm like, can I see his penis? Where are his balls? <laughs> Didn't get to see anything, of no. course. And then his voice is super sexy. He is legitimately a good actor. I yes, yes. Yeah. And it's strange having grown up in the era of him as just an action star because mm-hmm. we were born obviously like post Rocky. Well, mm-hmm. I was anyway. And but, you still I haven't mean, seen Rocky. Because and I still, he's I still quite haven't seen good it. Yeah. Yes. And I do know that I've seen enough of it, like mm-hmm. bits and pieces over the years and everything. Studied it in mm-hmm. film class, whatever, but never actually sat down and watched mm-hmm. it. Adrian. Yeah, that was obviously a shining <laughs> moment. <laughs> but I knew like now I know that he's good and even just seeing him in Creed just as an example you know yes he's great yeah. um I don't remember Creed but so. growing up he was just he was just Rambo yeah. and I've never actually seen Rambo but I've seen so many bits and pieces of all the mm-hmm. movies that you know and I he I agree he was not my favorite action star I was never a sly fan I was I was 100%. Jean-Claude Van Damme? Jean-Claude Van Damme. And I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger too. Commando was one of my favorite movies for a long time. Loved it. But yeah, I was very kickboxer, blood sport. Those were were my jams. Can we count Patrick Swayze in that group? 
Because I never did because in my mind, Patrick Swayze is dirty dancing. He is, yeah. I don't think I ever actually saw Roadhouse. If I did, it was so long ago. But I feel like that was kind of his moment to become the great action star that I think he, I think he could have done it. Because he could have, because I'm looking at, I'm looking at Sly and I'm thinking he did, did he really jump out of that helicopter? I don't know. Maybe. I feel like he might have. Maybe. But that, he's by himself in the scene. He's fucking just chewing scenery, like standing up there. He's like, send in a maniac to to get a maniac or whatever. Can I ask why the beret? Because he looks good in it, Lindsay. That's... (laughs) He puts the beret on and then he does it later in the movie. He's got his... I guess it came with his personal effects. I was going to say, where did it come from? I think it came... He got the yarn and the knitting needles and he got the beret back. I I like looked up at one point and he was wearing the beret and I... I, All I could think was, do I need to rewind it? Did I just (laughs) like pass out and miss something <laughs> what's happening now? Uh, he puts that on, and also he when wesley so snipes is all of a sudden wearing the armor of like you know the tire armor and mm-hmm. stuff of the of underground the people mm-hmm. yeah where did he wh- at what point did he fall in with them and right. start dressing like them some fun costuming though like i guess good do you know how hard it is to cut through a tire <laughs> and I, you just know to what get I was shoulder thinking? pads it probably smells really bad because i fucking hate this oh my tires. god every time every time that we work out and we start flipping tires or that. running around with so those much. damn sandbags Mm-mm. no matter how many like wipes or yeah you just you I smell like it over the rest of the day i hate it i hate it so much so the other thing about this movie that i think when i think about it um is that sex scene mm. mm-hmm. so that one I liked it. <laughs> it was sweet. Far less messy. I, uh, is that how you want to have sex with people now? Duh. If that could be done? Sure. Oh, it probably can be done. What a disappointment. <laughs> um, Think of how much easier. What's the point of having a hot body if you can't put your hands on it? Uh, I don't know. When was the last time you had sex with someone who had a hot body that you wanted to put your hands all over? Uh, should I say never? (laughs) Oh, that's mean. Um, so imagine if you had a VR where every dude had a hot body and, you know, it was pinging your brain in such a way that you feel like you can feel them underneath your hands. That'd be great. So that sex scene, I feel like I definitely, when I watched it the first time, didn't understand why he got a towel. Oh, you did? (laughs) I'm like, so later on as an adult, I'm like, oh yeah, he needs a towel. I get it now. Yeah. Um, and the, the... I do think that that I what I hadn't that might have been one of the first sex scenes I've ever seen, and really, you said you were in high school. Well, like maybe you're like eighth grade. Yeah, I mean it was I was young Holy and, and innocent. Um, I remember watching people do it in the shower in L.A. Law when I was like five or six. But but a, a scene where I don't know it was just an interesting way to think about sex and how it was all in his head and then he didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But the end when she's telling him why they can't exchange fluids or have physical contact and he leans in to kiss her and she's like what are you doing and he's like breaking the law and th- that whole i just loved every no, minute that's of what that. I mean, it was great where yeah. she just like points at the door and she's like you need to leave <laughs> it's so great yeah he's so good in it he's so sexy it's so adorable and you just are like just kiss him already but she doesn't no and i think the kiss at the end is awkward and stupid yeah because she's like younger than his daughter yes and when he woke up he was like my wife so you would think, I mean, what's it been, a day? He's probably still, th- even though they said that, yeah, she's been dead a while, don't you think he might still have some emotional connection to his wife and now he's just going to start making out with this rando who can't even use contractions? Is that like something uh, unhealthy a- for people in the future? We got to get rid of salt and smoking and fat and contractions. Like we can't just say can't and won't. and Maybe. It's very it, It's Cocteau's world. And Ugh. he has like the little, does he have, he doesn't have a British accent, does he? Or does he? Mm, slightly. 
The other movie I know that guy from, The Object of My Affection. Wow, that's been a long time. Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston. I yeah. rewatched it, like, I don't know, it's probably been a month ago. Doesn't hold up so well. Really? No. No, you know what? I bet it doesn't. No. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But Paul Rudd does But still thing. Paul Rudd. Yeah, he's adorable. Still Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. So I really, I really, I loved that. I, it, the sex scene still sticks out to me. Um, when they go down into the, did you notice that Jack Black was one of the scraps? I read about it later. I didn't I saw him. And I, like, I had rewound it. I was like, oh my God, that was Jack Black. Because you yeah. just see him for just a split second. Or at least I did. Yeah, I read about it after the fact and thought about rewinding. And mm-hmm. I was like, man. Okay. No, by the time you're, the movie's over, there's no need That's to right. go back. But uh, I saw him live once um, doing his thing. Oh, really? As Tenacious D. And oh, it was, was it good? It was, he was on tour and it was after he had like broken something or threw out his back or I don't know, he fell off the stage a few weeks before or something. So he was barely moving, mm-hmm. but he was making fun of himself while he was doing it. He was like, you guys, I can't dance. I can't, I can't, I can't move. He was great. It was good. Yeah. I think it would be fun to hang out with. I, uh, yeah, I would imagine. But truth be told, of everyone in this movie, who would I want to hang out with most? Benjamin Bratt. Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. Fucking he Dennis Leary. Does, he fucking does his thing when he like goes off on his little rant. Oh, I love him so much. They, and then I was reading the trivia later and it said when asked about like his his films in the past, he said this movie, he just said it was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. And all I could think was, God, you're right. It is. <laughs> like it was fun. No, okay. Okay. Don't give me that look. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. But it's a piece it's of shit. A, yes. It's not a great movie. It's a real piece of shit. Yes. Having seen it again now, I'm I'm like, yeah, it's not a great movie. It's, no. No. It's not even a good... I mean, okay. I think the beginning... So many plot holes. And you can tell that a million different people wrote wrote it. Like, well, it's all and over that the they, place. I didn't realize until I read the trivia last night that they just chopped the fuck out of it. Oh, yeah. In the, at the back. Yeah. Like, that last half of the... Maybe the last third of the movie, that second act where mm-hmm. they're tracking Phoenix down and he... He knocks Lenina out so that he can go, so I can go after him by himself. There are so many things in there that were just a mess. And it yeah. just feels like really rushed oh, yeah. and not good. And apparently there was a lot more filmed and they had to reduce it down because um, it was over two hours long. So Which is way too can, long you for can feel, But you can feel that. Time travel, crime, drama. Okay, <laughs> Hulu advertised it on the app as a time travel movie. It's not a fucking time travel movie. I mean, movie. he did travel through time. No, he did not. As a sleep. No, he yes. did not. It's not a time travel it movie. It was still, he went to sleep and woke up <laughs> in a different time. He Rip Van Winkled it. It's not, no, it's not a time travel movie. I'm Traveled sorry, just through time. There were, so um, I liked the the I guess that's called the wasteland the underground people I really love that when they go down there and he orders like that burger, burger can I get a burger and a beer and then it turns out to be a rat burger and he's like it's still delicious um he just is so good in that moment like he just I don't I never considered him to be such a great and I'm watching I'm like man this guy is great yeah he I is. believe it everything um and it could have been super campy, and it wasn't. It was, I believe He it. was good. When he comes out of the bathroom, and he's like, you guys are out of toilet paper, mm-hmm. and they start making fun of him for the seashells, and he just looks at them, and he's like, like the look on his face of like, I don't give a fuck. Just, <laughs> you people are just idiots. <laughs> just that look that he has the whole time is perfect. Yeah. Same look I would have. But I, I, I am, like, I guess were you, did it set you off to think about how, they made the rat burger. Like, how many rats are in a burger? <laughs> no, and I, I feel like it'd be hard. To, I mean, rats can be big. Like, yeah. you can get a rat as big as a cat. Mm-hmm. But to scrape the meat off the bones, and I then like I guess you would grind. Like, do they have meat grinders? They're probably down there grinding too? it. I imagine it's how hot dogs are made. They take all or chicken nuggets. 
They take yeah. all of the, the less desired. They just grind it up into a, a meat and then turn it into a patty. Uh-huh. Would you eat a rat burger? Um, I tend to make it a point not to try exotic meats. I suppose that would be considered exotic. <laughs> I would eat it if the rat was killed humanely and we needed to kill what the rat. What if it like drowned in your toilet? No, I wouldn't <laughs> eat that rat. And you didn't see that rat. Nobody would have wanted to touch that thing. It had been dead for a while. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, I wouldn't. I, I think it would depend on the circumstances, but I would probably eat it. I mean, it would have to be really well cooked. I just listened the other day to, um, the, this podcast will kill you on toxoplasmosis. Mm-hmm. So like, especially for rodentia, you gotta, you gotta cook the meat. <laughs> you gotta be really so you careful. So asking her, was this cooked to 160 degrees? That's right. <laughs> you should have been really clear. They looked done. They looked well done, yeah. but you know. Yeah. No, I probably wouldn't eat it. And I did, I didn't think too, too hard about how the meat got in the burger. Oh, <laughs> it was just me? That's weird. No, no, I didn't think too hard about it. I liked all of the, the dialogue in the future. Oh, so you do admit it's a time travel movie. If we're in the future. <laughs> in 2032. Uh, for the longest time, I think they thought they were, I thought they were saying fellow greetings instead of mellow greetings. I didn't even notice that. But it was mellow, mellow greetings. greetings. Um, be well. I like the, the be well. The way that they say be well. Yeah. I like the bit. Um, it's earlier. I love the little, the, the, um, you can get like affirmations from. Yes. He's the, just like standing, phone the guy's just standing in the little phone booth and he's like, I've just been feeling this way for a long time. Like, you're a good, you're an interesting <laughs> person. You have a lot to offer. Do, do we need that? Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. And, and, um, the tech, I, so some of the tech seems really high tech like we can cryogenically freeze you and then rehab you while you're frozen um also they're still putting things on discs yes exactly <laughs> and there's there and are there fiber are no, like, op calls but there's really no internet because it was right. 1993 or two when they made this movie so even the the thing um when cocteau is in the council and like all of the other Everybody's people are basically around FaceTiming. and they're yeah but they're on like television screens uh-huh there are no holograms or anything actually futuristic. I guess it was futuristic at the, the time. The tech that I most was most excited about, and really the tech that I'm waiting for, and come on, if you can hear me, Google or Apple or somebody, please. I I am so sick of carrying around credit cards and my driver's license and all this other shit. I just need to chip me. Just chip me already. I don't want to chip. Here's what I want. We're talking about maybe like a bar. And I know this wasn't, this wasn't in this particular time travel film. But if we're talking about living in the future, why am I still walking everywhere and driving everywhere? Why can we not teleport yet? I don't understand. I don't Either understand. Teleportation or maybe a system of pneumatic tubes that I sucks pay, you around? I pay taxes. How are none of my tax dollars going, going towards, towards what, bullet trains? Teleportation. No, not bullet trains. <laughs> I don't care about bullet trains. I want to be able to just think about being at work and get to work. I don't want to have to drive and waste all... Think of how much more time I could spend asleep. It's true. Yeah. I wouldn't have to get up like a half hour early to drive places. And Leah, Leah, <laughs> Leah, Lindsay. how often, how often am I late for things? It's true. Yeah. Like every time, mm-hmm. almost every time. Pretty I much. was, I was early for breakfast the other day. You were. But if I could just teleport somewhere and I didn't have to actually You'd think still be about. Late. I would, but it wouldn't. <laughs> it wouldn't be as late. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be as. Yes. <laughs> I just don't get, I feel like if Star Trek has taught us anything, it's that we should be able to have this figured out by now. 
The problem with teleportation, teleportation, and really, what did you learn? Nothing from the fly. Um, no, I mean, <sighs> the problem is you got the, some kinks you got to work out. <laughs> the potentially. tech would be glitchy. So the kind of glitches you can get would be a fly size, right, glitch, or like an arm coming out of your face, or a glitch, or a glitch where you're like in bed dreaming about work and then suddenly you wake up and you're at work we don't need that we don't need that i don't want to be there that's there's nowhere to lie down at work i mean what richard branson and uh whoever the fuck elon musk they're sending people to space i mean that's that's the tech that's the i don't want to go to space i just want to be able to like pop over to starbucks (laughs) and then pop back home like boop boop oh my god we had a snow day the other day where we were like trapped in our house it would have been nice to wouldn't it teleport around wouldn't it i think I don't like the idea of teleportation as uh, a technology. I prefer to think of it as kind of a magical, because I feel like when it's magic, you can't screw it up as bad. I really like the show The Magicians, and there's a guy on there who's a traveler, which means he can just travel anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, he just, and he can take people with him. Sure. Um, as long as they're touching. It's kind of like um, The White Lighters and Charmed. Okay. Similar situation. Um. So... That I feel like is really useful. I mean, like you have to. There, I understand that there again are some kinks that would have to be worked out, and some stipulations in place. Like if mm-hmm. you, um, if you're familiar, which I know you're super familiar with the X Men, but so familiar, so familiar. But like Kurt, for example, like he can teleport pretty much anywhere, but he has to have some sort of visual in place of where he's going. He can't just. Who is this? Who can do it? Uh, Kurt. He's one of the X Men. Nightcrawler. I don't know who plays him. Who plays him? I'm talking about the comics. Oh, um, he oh, was sorry. In, if, yeah, there was. I don't know. He's in. He's in the f- first class ones. Um, and then is he it was Caleb Landry? Caleb. He Lander? was actually in one of the older ones, and it was. And I can't remember his name, even though he's great. But now it's some kid in the first class ones. Caleb Landry Jones. I don't know who that is. I did, by the way. I don't know that I mentioned this, but I watched uh, Dark Phoenix the other day. Is that the one with Sansa Stark? Yeah. And I made it about two-thirds of the way through, and then it crapped out, and I couldn't be bothered to even, like, download the rest of it. Because it's not good. It was so terrible. Yeah. It was, and it breaks my heart, because, have you seen the original X-Men? You have. Um, is that the one with... Hugh Jackman. It's got Hugh Jackman, and, um, the Jean Grey character. Franka Johnson. And it's also got the guy who can't see, because he's got lasers for eyes. Cyclops, Yes. Um, and then it's got Storm. Right. I'm pretty sure and I have. Rogue I might and... not have seen the first one. I might have only seen the second one. Okay, if you haven't seen the first one, we're putting it on the list. Because that movie was, like, life... I shouldn't say life-changing for me, but I, I, I worked at Suncoast at the time, because that's how old I am. And I remember walking back into the back room the Monday before x-men was released on video because again that's how fucking old i am and it there were piles of x-men videos and dvds in the back room and it actually took my breath away it like took my breath away like i walked back there and just stopped and almost cried i almost cried at seeing that many (sighs) x-men it was so good that's really weird i know do you have a favorite x-man um of so growing up it was rogue and like that was cartoon era is rogue the one who can like kill people with her hands or whatever yeah she can like suck their energy out i think x-men and we're getting way off topic i guess but the great thing about it is it's very it's very real like it actually dives into the mentality of people who are persecuted and people who are ridiculed and feeling alone and yet being special at the same time like there's a very human quality to it that I don't think you necessarily get as much from some other superhero things so I think that's why I was drawn to it when I was a kid too yeah they're outcasts yeah yeah I think it's I think I think it's a great idea I just I know lots of people were into the comics I know I think wasn't there a cartoon 
Yeah, that was the cartoon yeah. was my thing. Yeah, I had a friend kid. whose mom wouldn't let him watch the cartoon because it was too violent. Meh. I mean, it was superhero violence. It wasn't like... No, it's... G.I. Joe. She's violence. ridiculous. Um, yeah, well, okay. So I guess we can kind of segue from this. Thinking about the action stars of today, if you had... So say they made Demolition Man today and they made it better because it could definitely be made better. It's I think it's an, a fabulous idea. I love the idea. Um, but it could be so much better. So is there anyone who if we made the movie today, could do what Sly did. Because he's got to have the body and he's got to be able to act. And I prefer that he does his own stunts. You know what's great about today, I think? So I feel like in the in the 90s, the 80s and 90s, it was like there was this subset of action stars. Mm-hmm. And they were the action stars. It was, again, it was Van Damme, Stallone and Van Damme and, and Wesley Snipes mm-hmm. and um, I guess to an extent, uh, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger and yeah, to an extent Patrick Swayze. And there were... Like, it was them, mm-hmm. but nowadays anybody can anybody do it. Anybody can do it. Like, anybody can go train <laughs> in the gym for months at a time and so, have yeah. that body. <laughs> so so I, saw... I absolutely think that there are people who could do it now because you can take a great actor right. and, and turn, turn him into, into kind some, of an like, action Like, what's his name this week that the tw- the picture's been floating around? Camille Nanjiani or whatever? Oh, yeah, because he's it's because of uh, the Eternals. some Marvel. Yeah, yeah but so I think... I don't but, know, like, so... we were talking about Matt Damon last week and how... He has that kind of chill quality. Mm-hmm. I feel like he could actually do it really well because he could definitely do that. I don't give a damn. You know, I'm mm-hmm. from a different time. I don't give a, that kind of subtlety that I do think Sylvester Stallone had to an extent. I think he could definitely do I that. I guess for this role, though, I want somebody who feels like they could have been ex military. So he wears the beret. Who fucking knows why he wears the beret? But well, I get can I just say in the remake, the beret's gone. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gone. <laughs> is fucking ridiculous anyway i uh i really i was thinking so i started watching the witcher yesterday oh yeah with henry is it cavill or cavill how do you say cavill yeah if you can get rid of that blonde hair fucking a he's fucking hot right he's amazing and i was like he could 100 percent do this i'd want to do it really well and then i was uh hemsworth maybe yeah i think if it was if it was chris hemsworth though it would be like you have to decide where you're gonna take it because I feel like if he it got a hold really of it, it would be super funny, which yeah. would be great. But we need a little. But more you need to decide if you want it to yeah. be funny or. And I feel like Chris Evans is the same way. Um, he could he could take it more serious though. I just don't think Chris Hemsworth would. I think he would. I think see I've only such ever seen Evans it. be goofy. Oh my god, he's actually really great in. But a that's good because of I things. haven't seen all of the. It's because you're not obsessed with people enough to no, watch I'm not. their whole I have no, no. I have no loyalty to anyone. There was a movie not too long ago that he did where he was, he had custody of his niece who's a genius. Oh no, I did see genius. that. The yeah. gift or gifted Yeah, or yeah, yeah, gifted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was, was good. really good. It was good. Um, and so I did watch the one on Netflix uh, based on a true story. No, I got nothing. And obviously I don't either, even though it was really good. It was, they, they were, um, Israeli military and they were pulling (laughs) Jews out of somewhere in Africa. I got nothing. It was really good. So good. You can't remember what it's called. Yeah, exactly. Read something. I don't know. It was a thing. Great recommendation. (laughs) It's on Netflix. Just go Chris Evans, Netflix. You'll find it. Yeah, I was thinking, getting back, I guess getting back to this movie, all of the things in it that are kind of silly, um, like Rob Schneider answering the 911 call, uh, and he's like, it's, you've reached emergency services, you know, if you'd like to hear a recording, please, you know, press yeah. one, just those kinds of dumb. Oh, do you know what else I thought was hilarious? What? 
so she's obsessed. Sandra Bullock is like obsessed, obsessed with, with the 20th. The, the 20th, 20th century. century. Right. And she didn't know what 187 was. Right. Come on. That was like a piece of pop culture. Mm-hmm. Calling 187 on a motherfucking cop. Like you do not know any of this. <laughs> I also love that they call it a <laughs> murder death kill. Yeah. For whatever reason. There have already been two. And they're all just kind of sitting there watching the action happen. <gasps> that was this. great. Yes. That was great. And it's just like people keep dying and people keep dying. And they're like, there have already been two murder death kills. Like, that and then the part where later they're talking about getting, like catching the guy. And he's like, no, no, I have a plan. We just wait for another murder death kill to occur. <laughs> and Sly's just like, yeah, great plan. I know. And then, and then but then Rob Schneider's character, because he does he like likes your plan. plan. He likes your plan, chief. <laughs> Yeah, that was great. And then um, just some of the other dumb things. So uh, Simon Phoenix is, he's at one of those, um, he, go, he he gets rid of the guy who's getting his daily affirmations and he's typing on this keypad. It looks so fake. He's like the purple keys yeah. and it's just like fingers I did like how over he was it. like, oh, I'm possessed. <laughs> I did enjoy that. And then he looks up Edgar Friendly's file and it's a fucking Dennis Leary headshot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just Leary's headshot. Oh, it's so stupid. Um. Yeah, it was a lot, like, those kinds of things, like the funny one-liners and stuff, those are the things I think that I really, when I think about this movie, the things that I love. Um, Well, yeah, because otherwise the movie's kind of a piece (laughs) of shit. I really like when you first enter into kind of a world and you get introduced to it, that's always way more fun for me than the, so like, all of the um, Hunger Games movies and books, I loved the first one the best, because it's this kind of what are they not alternate realities um dystopian futures Mm -hmm. i like learning about the dystopian future and kind of getting a sense of what's happening and but then when it starts to get an actual like plot and stuff i'm like i don't care anymore like i just like to hear about it and learn about it and it's really really sad (laughs) like just i just want um you know just give me the beginnings of it but uh i really don't get like just the exposition please but the rest of it i don't care about but that's i feel like that's where this movie does such a great job because the the plot just kind of falls apart at the end. I don't understand how Taco Bell could win out over the, McDonald's. In the franchise wars? In the yeah. franchise wars? I feel like if there were a franchise war, McDonald's would be it. Like, for real, right? I, I have think, been to McDonald's think... in... Dude, I've been to McDonald's multiple places in the U.S. I've been to McDonald's in Australia, in China, in Thailand, mm-hmm. in everywhere. Singapore. Singapore, uh, London, um uh new zealand which actually by the way the fish sandwich at the mcdonald's in new zealand I'm was sure. like the best new fish zealand sandwich i've ever had a giant island right they i know it was, great but it was amazing and they had the mccafe stuff before the u.s did so i also had a pretty decent latte actually but there's no way taco bell could win out over them no way how they won was that they paid the movie enough to be featured, I'm guessing. But did you see in all the trivia that it was Pizza Hut and other places? Because Taco yeah. Bell wasn't as popular in other countries. That yeah. was really interesting. I do. I, I Taco Bell had to have paid them. They had to have gotten some. In- I thought it said that there wasn't any endorsement. That's they just thought nuts. it was funny. That's nuts. Maybe that, maybe that is just funny. Yeah. In LA, too. Because isn't it, when they say that they're going to go to Taco Bell, so I was like, and we're going to go to Taco Bell? I guess I could use a burrito. Like, yeah. you know, he doesn't know. Well, yeah, obviously he's been asleep. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I, you know, it may, I'm, I'm disappointed in the movie having watched it again, but I think I still would, I, I still would watch it 
I still would watch it again. I don't I think, think so. I would sit down and watch it again, but, but I could like see things if it's like and... on television as I'm flipping through the channels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see sitting around and waiting for again mm-hmm. those certain scenes, those certain lines. Yeah. Fucking Benjamin Bratt. He's, he's so, so great. He's really hot, dude. And Dennis Leary. I just Yeah. I can't believe that you didn't watch Rescue Me. It was so good. I guess I could still watch it if I wanted to. Yeah, you should. It's great. There were so many great, just really silly one-liners, too. At one point, Sly's like, somebody put me back in the fridge. It was when they were listening to the mini-tunes on right. the oldie station. Yeah. Um, they were singing about hot dogs. Phoenix, Simon Phoenix, when he's collecting guns from the museum, says, he he's like, I'm going to need to borrow that Rambo. So he refers to Rambo. Yeah. When he's typing on the keyboard, ridiculous-looking keyboard, he says something about, he refers to the computer as Hal. Oh, um, I didn't even catch that. I didn't realize until I read the trivia that Lenina Huxley's name was based off of Aldous, Aldous Huxley, front end who wrote A Brave New World. Uh, yeah, I guess I got Huxley just because I feel like that's what I associate Huxley with anyway. Oh, yeah. I didn't. But I, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've I, not, didn't I know that it was I purposeful, that, I guess. So I don't oh, know anything yeah. about it. I mean, it's been many, many years since I read it, but. There were boobs. I feel like in an action movie, there always need to be boobs. And I feel like I saw at least two sets of boobs. One during the sex scene. In the kind of weird images in his mind. I mean, there were some flashes. You're looking for them. Uh, yeah. No, I'm always looking. Okay. I've always got my I got my eye out for a nice set of hooters. Why? Like, it's just... <laughs> nudity is... I am just really... Like, I'm really prudish in my private, in my personal life. Um, <laughs> so you're just always looking for, like... And I was raised Size balls and other people's <laughs> But boobs. I'm, like, I find human bodies interesting and nudity is funny to me, so... The, and then there was, the, of course, the the call, the mistaken call to Sly when he was in his room for the first time, and the yeah. girl's like fully nude. Um, and then he gets his, he starts knitting. That was I, a, I don't know how long that took him to make that sweater, okay, I but was that like, was super impressive. It's like that is not enough yarn to have knit. That no, I sweater. assume he had many, many, many more, more yarn. yarn. Maybe he just ordered some more that evening or something. And but... even though it seemed as though it was the next day, it was really a week later. <laughs> no, I think it was just the next day. Because I don't think he could yeah. have. Yeah, so that was, really, that was pretty ridiculous. Because um, it feels like this movie only, it's two days. Yeah, this movie's like just that. two days. It doesn't go very, it just doesn't go for a long period of time. Um, but yeah, and that he, Lenina Huxley's kind of vision of him or what she thinks of him, like initially she's just, you know, thinking that he's just a, a merciless killer, right? He's just, he's out for blood, so to speak, and then... I thought she was, like, a big fan in the beginning. That I he th- was, like, the cop of yesteryear, and he was... Yeah, but she, in her mind... So she does tell him, because he, at the Taco Bell, when the when the scraps come, and they want to um, get food for their trying to steal food, and he realizes that they're there for food, and he's upset, and uh, she's all jacked up on, like, the action of it all. She's like clapping her hands, and she's yeah. like, walk- and then he and he, she, she's telling him how ex- excited she is, and he kind of yells at her, and then later on in the car he apologizes to her, and she was like, I guess I thought you, of you as this person who was always just out for blood, but I realize now that you just have like a heart of gold, and it's really silly. A heart of gold. It's really cute. I mean, I don't, she doesn't use those words, but I thought it was really sweet. It's the Red Sea Diving Resort, by the way. The Red Sea Diving Resort. What the yes. fuck is that? Because they had the diving resort was a cover. And that was how they were able to smuggle people out. 
So they would pull in refugees. They and set up a diving Chris resort. Evans? Yeah. It's a true story. They set up a diving resort in, oh my God, I can't remember the name or which country it was, which is kind of important. Ethiopia. Okay. Oh, I couldn't remember Ethiopia because they actually had this a Jewish a ne- population. This is a Netflix movie? Yeah. Yeah. So they had a bunch of um, Ethiopian refugees and they would smuggle them over from the refugee camp to this diving resort that this team of people surreptitiously bought and pretended as though they were operating it as an actual they actually did have to operate it Uh as a resort as the cover and then at night they would smuggle them out across the red sea and it's chris evans and he does a serious job yeah i feel like it's a really interesting like i mean i didn't know about the story so it was actually a really interesting movie just for that um and it's bearded chris evans so i'm a fan gross what you doing? I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go on record as saying gross. Not gross. Hundred mm. percent not gross. There are very. It's interesting because I, I do prefer Renner with facial hair. Jeremy Renner with facial hair. Oh, I don't at but all. Most of the time, I like my guys clean shaven. Jeremy Renner with facial hair. Facial hair is like dirty looking. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good look on him. You and I have very different sensibilities. We do. We do. Um, can we talk for just a brief moment about Wesley Snipes? Yeah. Sure. What are your thoughts and feelings on him in general? Yes. Uh, well, when I hear the name Wesley Snipes, I, the first words that pop into my head are tax evasion and jail time. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And... Those words did not enter my brain at all. Then I think of the one... So this and Blade are the two movies that yeah. I know him from, and I love the fuck out of Blade. Yes, okay, because that's what I'm and thinking. And he's so jacked in that movie. Oh, yeah. And he looks way better in that movie than this movie. He's a little scrawny in this movie, I feel. Yeah. Or maybe just what they had I think he's in. just younger. Uh blade is it's perfect and don't touch it and i'm sure somebody will try to fucking remake it at some point and i haven't seen because there's a blade 2 which i don't think i've watched i saw blade trinity was actually the first one that i saw oh jesus i saw because ryan reynolds so ryan reynolds is in blade in the third one well as what As as a bad guy no he's like one of the good guys one of blade's cohorts and Natasha Lyonne is in it. Like, it's it's great. Really? Yes. Huh, I mean, it's not see that. good, but, you know, it's good. It's fun. Yeah. Okay, well, then stop bitching about Demolition Man. Cause I didn't bitch about it. I said it was fun. I just also agree with Dennis Leary that it's a piece of shit. Because it is. Okay, fair enough. I, yeah, that's fair, right? So so that's kind of what I think of. And I and in this movie, like, I hear you when you were saying that he's kind of, he seems a little off. But it, it read, just felt it true to me because he's supposed to be a maniac. Like, like the bit where the cops are coming to, like subdue him and they're like got the little handheld that's telling them what to do yeah and it's like repeat what you just said and no, add, add or else <laughs> um and then blade and that's pretty much it and i loved him in blade and i think blade's a great movie chris christopherson yeah oh yeah yeah so i don't know what do you think about him i mean that was that was kind of my why i was wondering because i feel like i'm sort of the same way that i never really he's one of those guys who i always knew who he was but i had never really watched any of his stuff and the only thing I really associate him with, honestly, is Blade. Um, and I was just curious if you were the same. I can't think of anything else that I've seen him in besides these two movies. I'm, I'm sure I have. I'm sure I have too, things. but I nothing that sticks out to me. Which maybe that's bad. I don't know. Well, maybe it's a sign that he's not. What has he done in the last few I years? I have no idea. Anything? No idea. Are you looking at Is up? he in prison now? Is I didn't he... know about the tax evasion. I must... White men can't jump. Duh. <gasps> okay, so I haven't, Come on. Se- I haven't seen that movie. Oh, he's in Dolomite is my name. I still haven't seen that. Have you seen White Man Can't Jump? Yeah, of course. Oh, did you just say you haven't seen that? Uh-uh. <gasps> yeah. Do you like it? Should yeah, I put great. it on the list? It's, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I love me some Woody Harrelson. There you go. Now, you say that, but have you seen, what was the HBO show? True Detective. Yes. For season one, yes. Yeah. I started to watch season two, and I heard it's a terrible shit show, So, and, and truthfully, I, I thought it was a terrible I shit show. I watched, like, the but first I, few episodes season of season three two. Season three is supposed to be really it. good, and I loved him in, like, Zombieland, but I, I've loved him since Cheers. Oh, well, yeah, Kelly, obviously. Kelly, 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 Kelly. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he was in U.S. Marshals, which I forgot about. Because U.S. Marshals is easy to forget about because... Was that 90s, too? So he's in a lot of 90s. Because Blade's I mean, early 2000s, 90s, yeah. I feel like. To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. I totally forgot uh, that he was in that. I think I have seen most of that. That and was it great. It was entertaining, yeah. What, John Leguizamo, Patrick Swayze, exactly. and Wesley Snipes? Yeah. So, yeah, that's... That's funny, though, that uh, I feel like I only really associate him with Blade, but actually there are all these other movies he's been in that are pretty good movies some of them yeah i don't know i thought he was pretty terrible in this but whatever it was also the 90s so it could have well it could well have been that there it may have been considered a good performance for that time i think so because i don't think that there are the same i feel like we have a lot of maniacs now i'm sure we did all along in film i guess he's like a he's supposed to be a flamboy like um I like, just feel like there the, are so many performances I've seen that could do that, or so many actors I've seen who could could or have done that so much better. That same sort of just crazy, but scary quality. Yeah, like the Joker, like Jack Nicholson's like, Joker, well, or Heath Ledger's Joker. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Um. Or like I said, Sam Rockwell in pretty much mm-hmm. anything. Or I, you know, I th- the other thing I thought, like I did, there are lots of really cool fight scenes in this movie, and lots of really good action with guns and without. Do you guns. know what's sad though is I I was watching Wesley Snipes and I was thinking like he's I know he can move, but man, this looks bad. And then you read the trivia that and then I read they the, made him slow it down. Exactly, which is a disappointment. And as yeah. soon, but as soon as I read that, I was like, well, good. I'm glad because I thought I was losing my mind and thinking like i think he really punched that glass in the museum and i think he was really kicking it too i, I mean maybe. yeah it was i was impressed i didn't realize that he was a black belt in what i i like how i they, knew that yeah i knew that he was, was a black belt but they don't say in what i knew that he was well trained though yeah i mean so yeah no i you know slide did it this and i thought sandra bullock was good in this one too i her she, eyebrows oh jesus christ she so 90 i was like the dewy skin i'm here for it but those thin ass 90s eyebrows have got Ugh. to go did you like her dress that she wore in the taco bell the jewels <laughs> the bejeweled that was thing. really it was really cute um i i hated hated that he knocked her out at the end it immediately just put her in the romantic interest category and that was it it really pissed me off so here's the thing i the only reason why i was totally cool with it is because that girl didn't know what the hell she was doing. No, she Oh, didn't. she says she learned how to kick from watching Jackie Chan movies. Do you know how fucking many, like, Jackie Chan and Van Damme movies I've seen in my life? You that doesn't really. mean you can't. I mean, so well, my brother and I would, like, practice. Pra- we'd, like, practice karate in the front yard. Right. You know, so we got Karate some. and friendship? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't practice much friendship. <laughs> but, but she didn't know how to fight. She would die. It just really, like. And that would have taken a whole different tone. Such a cheap. Uh, they didn't need to do that. They could have. That's a cheap easy way to just get her out of the action so that Sloan can come in and be the hero you know what else day. is a cheap easy thing that they did was like freezing wesley snipes at the end even <laughs> though 
what is this cryogenic stuff it's like magic it's like uh here's this magical fluid and then we touch it with this magical scepter and then everything turns to ice well and did you catch that at the beginning of the movie so there he says i'd lose my head yeah if it wasn't attached um and then there was also something else that they said about it's cold in here or whatever and then it comes back full circle but he the, says, is it cold in here or is it just me? Yeah. That end of that, the end of that movie where he gets frozen is another thing that I remembered from watching this movie the first time and being like, whoa, that's, whoa, that's Which so makes cool. sense because you were a kid. But when you're watching it now, you're like, there's no way that Sly gets out of there without getting frozen too. Because it's like, it I mean, freezes yeah. everything, but then it stops and you can stand on it. My thought was also, this doesn't make sense, this freezing technique. <laughs> But sure, yes. Also, that Sly wouldn't be able yeah. to escape it. Yeah. It was really it was really stupid. And then, like, what is it in that magical little glowing blue ball that freezes everything? Right. That's what yeah. I mean. It's just... And he got frozen because I, I guess the reason that he was messed up was because he wasn't in liquid. Because it seemed like when they froze Sly and they didn't... You had to be suspended in some sort of... There was no rush. So he's in this vat of liquid, Sly is, and, uh, and he's getting to the point where he's going to inhale the liquid right so right Right. at the moment where he's blowing air out of his lungs is when he gets frozen but william smithers the warden or whoever it is that's dropping the blue ball into the liquid or freezing it seems not in any kind of rush to do it in a timed way like we need to do it at just the right moment it's just like here do 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 do, let me pull out this capsule now to my knowledge we have yet to thaw anyone from being cryogenically preserved who is but walt disney there are many people who have been cryogenically preserved damn fools but I'm pretty sure there is more of a technique in place than getting them wet and turning <laughs> them to ice. Now, I don't know the specifics, but I do believe there's more to it than that. Did you like in the openings, like after he's frozen, we're just kind of just seeing his body like in suspension? Yeah. It reminded me of the opening of Look Who's Talking. <laughs> the baby, like the, the egg gets fertilized and it grows into a baby. <laughs> the Sylvester so Stallone stupid. fetus. <laughs> so stupid. Bruce Willis. There's another action '90s action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I love you know, Bruce he Willis. was probably up there too. I did try to watch Hudson Hawk once. Couldn't make it through. Really? Yeah, it was bad. I don't know that I ever even tried. He's a good, a kind of, because he's not a big built person, so he's a good kind of like. Regular guy turned action star, kind yeah. of, you know, because Sly and Schwarzenegger and Van Damme are all these just like massive beasts of men, yeah, um, who look like they just spend all of their lives in the gym. And I feel like that's how Henry Cable kind of is it Cable, yeah. I feel like that's as far how, as I know, he, yeah. how he is, and I think that Chris Evans he can be said that something too. one time, um, right after he started, like, I don't know, yeah, I think that he obviously in his own life works out mm-hmm. um but after he got the role of superman and he got crazy mm-hmm. built he had a quote at some point that said something like you know i think everybody should do this at some point like that was it was an amazing well no he was saying it was an amazing experience for me to see what the my body could become yeah to it's change my diet men. in a certain way and work out in a certain it's way so different for men. and i was able to just completely transform myself and it was a great experience just to even do that even though the upkeep is insane yeah oh no i know it's fucking men let me, let me say this let me say this did you like i i work out four to six times Too a week much. and i still look like i look <laughs> 
And it's heartbreaking. <laughs> you look great, man. You look good. I have a body for podcasts. <laughs> God. <laughs> me. A body like, for podcasts. It sucks. I can, I can go out there and I can take the heavy weights and I can do all the shit. But if you just look at me, you're like, I don't see muscle on her body. That's so weird. <laughs> and I, you know, it's, I try to hide it under a fine layer of fat to kind of... <laughs> fool the world so Jesus nobody really Christ. knows how strong i am Jesus Christ. you're very strong <laughs> but it, it does suck because i do i work out with guys who mm-hmm. are fucking built yeah and then there are the women i work out with and all of us are the same mm-hmm. we're all like i know if, if certain people i work out with i know that we can lift the same mm-hmm. that we have you know same basic cardio skills but we don't look like the men look and it's so fucking I, irritating it's interesting that cavill said that that he thinks everybody should go through this transformation i don't think he body. meant it like everybody needs to he, he was just did. saying it was a transformative experience for him. i have never been pregnant or had a you know obviously i've been pregnant so yeah, I haven't had not a, for more than a few days at a time <laughs> that's your line not mine <laughs> um <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> um it's funny it's funny but um it's funny to see the look on people's faces when you say it. So, yeah, but I think when he's – men don't get to experience that, being pregnant, and your body does transform, and it does something that, you know, a lot – I think a lot of women – it's a miracle. It's amazing, you know, to, to be able to oh, yeah, grow sure. life and carry it. And So here's a guy saying, I did something with my body that I thought was really cool, and I feel like it's kind of a similar yeah, thing. Yeah, I think it, it wasn't even – yeah, I'm sure it probably mm-hmm. was. And but he it's, made Superman, and women make babies. It's like, what else? Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you would rather make Superman, I, I would, know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Minus Zach the fucks face, who is just a heavy-handed fool. Oh, you don't? Zack Snyder? Yeah. You don't like his movies? No. When you have, like, a ten-minute period of just, <laughs> kind of bullshit nonsense... I did feel they, like all of the Supermans were just heavy-handed. Did tripe. he make the Batman versus also Superman Amy movie? Adams? Ugh. Did he make the Batman versus Superman movie that has like uh, what's his face as Lex Luthor? Who was Lex Luthor? Um, it was the guy from the Social oh, Network. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy from Zombie. How can I not remember his I name? Can't think of his Do you name. know what he was just on? That I saw him the other day. What the ABC the karate did. Movie? what karate movie he did some weird karate like karate movie i don't know abc looks, did a live uh showing of um uh all in the family and he showed up as like a draft dodger are you fucking kidding me it was great woody harrelson speaking of woody harrelson oh my god he's so good i mean he's no carol o'connor but like when was this i'm so glad i don't have cable anymore what do you first of all it's abc it's not jesse cable. eisenberg yes jesse eisenberg so so they did a live all in the family. Yeah. Why why would we bring that show back? That show hasn't aged well at all. No, and I think that's part of the reason why they brought it back. Except for Stifle. That has aged it's, well. Well, I mean, I it it was it doesn't necessarily it's not that it doesn't age well, it's just that it was it was part of the zeitgeist. It was the political climate of the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why they kind of decided to do this is the second episode that they did and it was like a Christmas episode. But I think that was why they did it was to show where we are now versus where we were then and let's talk about things in a way that nobody's talking about them now so it was it was good and and at the same time you know there's good humor in it marissa tomei is amazing she's 
the best. Oh my gosh. She's Have so you seen What Women Want, right? Yeah. That's probably my favorite. More importantly, you've seen Slum of Beverly, Slums of Beverly Hills, right? I have not. <gasps> Leah! I put it on the list. Put it on the list. Oh, my God. Who's the dad in that? Um, Arkin. And it, it... Oh, okay. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. So, wait. It is Marissa Tomei in What Women Want, right? She's in it, yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> isn't she, like... Isn't George, like, in love with her in Seinfeld? Like, doesn't he have a Marissa Tomei moment? Does like, he? he it like, wouldn't surprise me. I, I feel like he that. has, like, a freak out. That would not surprise me at all, though. Yeah. Marissa Tomei! <laughs> fucking George. What a fucking loser. What? I'd still fuck him. That's okay, not that's, that's an interesting question. I'm sorry. Who on Seinfeld would you... Re- okay, fuck, Mary kill. Jerry, George, Kramer. Go. Uh... Fuck Kramer. <laughs> Mary, Jerry, kill George. Kill George. I'm, I'm on... I'm, we're on the same page. Yeah. Okay, good. That's a really good friendship test. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it. That's how we know we can still be friends. Can I say, can I add an addendum to fucking Kramer? Only after. <laughs> only, only after, after he, he slaps yes, in butter. Yes. And then sits out so that, like, if you lick him, he just tastes like a, like a cooked turkey. Jesus Christ. And then afterwards you can get in the shower together and, like, have and some And have food. some salad. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But definitely marry Jerry, because he's funny and you would... Yeah, I mean, the bitching, I don't know if I can handle all the bitching and the whining from Jerry, but I couldn't live with George. No, but you live. can also run ramshot over Jerry. Like, That's I, true, fair enough. He'll do whatever. It was a pig. Or it was a scratch. <laughs> it was a pig. It was a scratch. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I never thought about that till just now, but that's a really good fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else about Demolition Man? We took a lot of tangents today, but I feel we like took we some good tangents. tangents. Good yeah. tangents. Um, no, I mean, it was fun and it was a piece of shit, so. <laughs> you know, that's, what else can you ask for from a movie? I guess. Especially a 90s movie. Sure. And do you have a little more respect for Sylvester Stallone now? You know, I do. I, I to be <laughs> fair, I, I got more respectful of him. <laughs> Words not working today. <laughs> but I, my respect for him grew <laughs> more so after Creed, I would say. Oh, okay. Than Demolition yeah, I Man. I don't remember that one. But yes, uh, no, he was great. Yeah, and it was, like I said, I was never really a big fan as a kid, so I didn't really watch, I've never mm-hmm. actually seen any of the Rambo movies, like I actually sat down and watched mm-hmm. them. Um, was it Mortal Kombat? Jesus Christ. Is he in Mortal Kombat? I feel I like he might have been. Um, but yeah, I didn't see him much as a kid, so it was interesting to see young Sylvester Stallone in his heyday as an action star. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it was it was worth the watch. I, I, guess. I really liked it. I like his body is super hot. His voice is super sexy. When he leaned in for that kiss, I was like, "Yes, Jesus!" And I I've never thought of him as super. I sexy. never thought of him as sexy either. And then I was watching this, and he's sexy. And I that sex scene, it's hot. Like, and they don't even touch. But when he leans in, it's to me, it's all about the anticipation. And that was every all of it was anticipation. The they don't actually touch. They don't actually kiss. It really grinds me. The back half of the movie is just a nightmare. And that kiss at the end is just so fo- forced feeling and gross. So, And it doesn't have anything to do with the age difference. It has everything to do with the awkwardness of like, I'm just going to lean in and I'm going to dip you and kiss you. Like, what yeah, the fuck is strange. that? It could, didn't need to be that, you know? We're going to talk about speed one of these days because, uh. guys, guys, I have an announcement to make. Ugh. One of us hasn't seen speed and it ain't me Ugh. i never had any desire to see it it looks stupid and terrible and <laughs> there I'm... are very few keanu movies that you and i haven't both seen 
And this might be like the only one. No, you haven't seen Destination Wedding, and that was on the list. Uh, but fuck that's that. That's like we're, a year old. That we're watching count. Speed, and I am so fucking excited to talk about that movie because that's a great movie. I'm not excited. Well, that's too damn bad. But you know what? <laughs> I know you're not excited about Captain America, and you know, I'll get into it. It's fine. It's not hot, guys. And then it'll be lots of fun action and I'm stuff. Super pumped. All right. Well, that's that's it for this episode. Anything else to say? Demolition Man, piece of shit. Demolition Man, love it for what it is. All right, we'll see you guys next time. The Movie Virgins. Hey, people, this is Leah, and we want to hear from you. Whether you loved it or hated it or whatever it, we would love it if you would find us on Apple Podcasts and submit a review. You can also subscribe there. Um, we're also on Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, Podchaser, and probably all the other podcast listening platforms out there in the world. So please do find us out there and subscribe. We'd really appreciate the support um, and we want to hear from you. Uh, That's not a fib. I'm not telling a lie. I do want to know what you think. Uh, And so does Lindsay, even though she might act like, you know, maybe she doesn't want to know or that she doesn't care. She definitely wants to know. Um, So please find us. We're also on Twitter at MovieVirginsPod if you want to reach out to us there. So thanks for listening, and please do keep listening. One last thing. The music in this episode was written and performed by Melissa Powers.